You're right, everybody. Welcome back to the Wolfpack podcast. Uh, episode nine now. Uh, again, it's been a while since uh, the last episode, as it always seems to be. But I'm happy to be back. Uh, I'm with Bill today, just me and Bill. How you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Good to hear. Good to hear. And so much to talk about this episode. So instead of me, you know, waffling, I'm going to get straight into it and I'm going to share my screen right now. And we're just going to start with the sort of outgoings this summer um because we discussed for example neves collins etc but there's a few we haven't really touched upon and probably the biggest one of the lot uh let me just uh, make that a bit bigger is this man right here uh raul jimenez and his move to fulham um certainly i think a lot of people expected raul jimenez to leave wolves this summer uh, but i don't think anybody would have predicted it to be fulham um, especially you know a premier league move um, a lot of people thought he would sort of go back to maybe mexico or go to America. But Fulham is the team that have signed him for, I think, £5.5 million or five mil with add-ons. Um, and yeah, what are your thoughts on this, Bill? Well, I mean, it's a, as, a, as a Wolves fan, it's a, it's a tough one to take, really. Uh, obviously, I know given the fact he, you know, hadn't been the same since that head injury, but that's all what it like correlates from, you know, he was such an unbelievable striker when he was like saying he's, Prime, if you call it, uh, or before the injury, I um, mean, you just you don't as a Wolves fan, you only wanted like the best for him. Um, and I was really surprised that you know Fulham went and you know got him. I didn't think he would be going to a a prem team. Uh, next, I thought it was you know going to be like you know worse worse league if you if you call it like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what are worse leagues nowadays. I don't want to like in, insult any people that might be watching that might support someone from a league, but I just didn't think it would be, you know, the Premier League. Um, but mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't be more happier for him as much as it, you know, it is sad to see him go because um, he'd been like a wonderful servant for the club. Pretty much almost died for the badge. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, honestly, I'm just going to leave it, at, you know, just nothing but happy for him. And, you know, I hope Fulham get the best out of him. Yeah, got nothing but respect for him, really. You know, one of the best striker I've seen at Molyneux throughout the uh, sort of my lifetime. And yeah, got nothing, you know, wishing but nothing but the best, really. And it will be quite interesting to see how he does at Fulham, whether, you know, he does sort of pick up his form or whatever. Um, I think it's hard to see because he didn't really look the same player. Um, And it's a strange signing for Fulham, but now with Mitrovic staying, you don't even know if he'll actually play that much. So it is a bit of a weird one, but, you know, as we both said, we'll wish him all the best. Excuse me. We'll move on to the next player. There's there's no right image. We'll, you'll, you'll have to be looking at him and his sadly. But the next uh, player is Chiquinho, uh, Bill. A player that I don't, you know, Wolves fans are really excited about. And then it turns out quite progressed quite quickly, you know, a low move to Stoke. I think in hindsight, I think uh, it's actually quite a good move for him personally. Um, coming off such a, a, a devastated injury, I think to for him to just be getting football in, in a good league in the championship. Uh, I'm not against it at all. Obviously, at the time, I was a bit disappointed because I was quite excited to see what he could do because, you know, he was doing well in pre-season in the behind-closed-doors matches. Um, but, yeah, what were your thoughts on that, Bill? You sort of share, uh, share the same opinion as me. Uh, yeah, you... I, I, yeah, I'd say I share the same opinion as you, mate. <laughs> um, honestly, I thought he was uh, he was going to break through this season. I thought it was, you know, going to be his sort of season. I wouldn't necessarily say starting most games or anything but I thought like a proper impact player coming off the bench uh, making the difference that he did when he when he was with us uh, I always remember that 
that cross he did against Chelsea, Cody on the end yeah. of it scoring. Brilliant. Um, I think that was one of like his specialities. He just, you know, he's quick burst to pace, getting down the line, whipping balls in and quality balls at that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's at least he's going to get the game time there is that and hopefully he can break through at Stoke, do have a really good season. And then when he comes back next year or if he's playing ridiculously well, we need someone and we, we really call him back. Um, yeah. Then that that's how it be, but yeah, I think he's gonna. I think like Stoke are in for a treat there. Yeah, he's playing right now against the Baggies. Actually, not sure how he's getting on, but um, yeah, it's good oh, to okay. see. And I think we have a. I think we can call him back in January as well. So, if it's yeah. the case that we need him, it's perfect, really. Um, yeah, and, perfect, yeah. Uh, and as you said, I think he'll absolutely thrive under Alex Neil and do really well. Um, and then another player that's gone to Stoke on loan as well is Kijana Hoover, who was probably previously at Stoke last season. Had a really good campaign. Probably one of the yeah, better right-backs in the league. Uh, he played really well. And he's come back and he's gone to Stoke on loan again. And he scored on his debut as well. Um, so, you know, he's clearly hit the ground running there. And, you know, nothing's really changed from what he was like last season. And, you know, he cl- he's clearly at home there. And that's really good to see because progressing is good for us and it's good for him on a personal level. Um, so what are your thoughts on that, Bill? Nothing, nothing really to add, but yeah. No, you're right. There, there isn't really much to add. Um, I mean, you know, he's a, he he had a bit of a, a blip at Wolves at one point with the, the manager. Was it? It was Bruno Large. It wasn't was it? Bruno, the, yeah. Yeah, slated that, that, him. Yeah, yeah, proper slated him. That could have proper really like you know, um, hinged his performances and his his attitude. Um, but it's good to see him doing so well because uh, when we heard about him coming from like Liverpool, um. Uh, like he was like a good prospect, good player. It was it was good to see, and he's he's showing that now. Um, and the, the season he had last season, he, sh- he should be really pleased and proud of himself for. And hopefully he can do it again. And then hopefully next year. Um, I mean, seeing if what what right backs we have then, or however he's playing, he can uh, get his shot like properly. Yeah, it'd be interested to see because if he does do well, then that just sort of increases his value, doesn't it? And maybe there is a chance of him coming back into the Wolves team. I think. I could be wrong, but I have a, a slight feeling he signed a contract ext- extension as well as going on loan to Stoke. So yeah. Clearly, Wolves do see him as a potential right back in the long term. Um, yeah. And then the next one, uh, the sort of last player that's left um, really for outgoings, apart from like your Luke Cundles and that. Um, but we haven't really got anything to say on them. Just wish them well and hope they have good loan spells. Um, but the next one, the proper one, which we sold for a transfer fee, is Ryan Giles, um, a player that. In my opinion, despite um, a lot of Wolves fans thinking he would be given an opportunity, um, I personally never really thought he would. Um, that's not really any discredit or disrespectful to him. I just think the club always had quite uh, had sort of worries about him defensively. Um, and regardless of you know his absolutely brilliant season last year at Middlesbrough, you know his output was absolutely incredible, most assists in the league, um, and you know had a brilliant loan spell. It's as simple as that. Um, so it's a shame because I did I would have liked to seen him uh, because simply due to his chance creation I thought his chance creation is absolutely excellent everyone knows what absolute sort of whirlwind of a left foot but as I've said already I just didn't really think he'd be given a chance for whatever reason it's just sort of my gut feeling and in the end that's turned out to be true uh, personally I'm quite disappointed with the transfer fee that Wolves have recouped from this um, five I think it's five point five mil or five mil and for me. You know, we should be pushing up to 7 mil, 10 mil uh, for a player that's got the most assists in the championship. I think if any other team was sort of trying to get a transfer fee off Wolves, 
they'd be you know asking for a lot more than what we've got for him. So it's a shame, but we have included um, a buyback option in that deal. So what? Who knows what that option is? But we clearly, you know, still have a bit of faith in him, and maybe we'll buy him back in the future. Who knows? Um, but I think it's a it's a decent signing for Luton, and obviously wish him all the best. Uh, thoughts on that, Bill? Yeah, yeah, you've covered that really well. Um, obviously, it being so cheap, it's it's always like a, you know, oh, what what are we doing there? Um, well, why so cheap? You know, I mean, any quality player in the championship was doing well normally goes for a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, especially in having was it the most assists you said. Yeah. Yeah, in the yeah. league. I mean, I mean that's like a, a massive thing because um, the championship is still a still a massive league. Um, so yeah, as I say, I had a great great season uh, last season. Um, mm-hmm. I always thought he was going to get get given his chance at Wolves oh, did, yeah. this season. Obviously, from last season doing so well, but we don't see what happens there. Um, I, I wish he was just given a chance, you know. But it's it's one of them. Um, and obviously, it being so cheap with the buyback option, I mean, that might be the reason. Um, sure. But I mean, I, I wish him the best at Luton. Hopefully, he can you know perform really well, uh, do us proud as a as a former Wolves player. Um, and yeah, I think um, it'll be a big test for him. But I think he should be okay. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll do well. Um, there's players like Dion Sanderson as well who have also uh, left the club, and we yeah. wish them all the best. Um, but now we're gonna. Move also on Ryan Giles as well. I think if he was any other position, I think he probably would have been given a chance. But the fact that we have Hugo Bueno, Totti Gomez, and Ryan yeah, Nuri, it's probably the toughest close. position for him to actually sort of get into the team with because it's probably our, you could argue, our most stacked position. So that's the last thing I've got onto that. But now we're just going to sort of cover pre season. Uh, obviously, before we get onto Lopetegui, that his situation is up in the air. So this will be a bit bit uh, sort of awkward because we're talking about how positive the performances were, how positive the start of football was in certain games. And it doesn't even look like he's going to be the man taking in charge for Man U. But that's uh, <laughs> we digress and we'll get on to that in a sec. But we're just going to talk about the games that uh, Wolves played in pre-season that uh, fans were able to uh, watch. So we'll start with, we won't start with this game because obviously that was the last one we played. But we'll start with um, Porto 1-0. Um, that was... Again, a nice win against a pretty decent Porto team, uh, Champions League, if I do say so myself. And yeah, I mean, I think we started the game really well, um, grew into it, um, defended quite well. Uh, Jose Sar made some good saves. Um, and the goal we scored from Pedro Neto was an absolutely lovely work goal. Um, Sarabia, Fruton, uh, Mateus Nunes with a lovely ball through, and Pedro Neto with a tap in. So yeah, it was really good to sort of start pre season off. Uh, with a win um, against, as I've said, a good Porto team. Uh, thoughts on that, Bill? I, I don't know if you watched the game. It was quite hard to watch it. Um, it yeah, really see, many... yeah I, I, I didn't I didn't really get a chance to watch it. Um, I've, I watched like highlights and extended highlights. Um, but yeah, you can only take positives from it, really. Like one of the, the, the first games, if you'd say, like being able to sort of spectate and watch. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, good to see us getting a win, a win to win at the end of the day. Yeah, um, yeah, a great worked goal. Um, but yeah, I can't really say much more than that. Just a, a win, a great work goal. Um, but I did watch some of the other games, but obviously we'll get onto them now. Yeah, so the next one is obviously the 1-1 draw against Celtic, which was played in Dublin. 
Um, I think that game, to be fair, was a bit different. Um, Celtic had us on the ropes, really, to start with. Yeah. Um, they could have easily been 4-5-0 up in the first half. Um, obviously scored their goal early on. And to be honest, it was a, a real tough half. You know, I think it was almost like wave after wave of attack, a bit like the games against like Arsenal or Man City last season. It was it was very tough. And then second half, we grew into the game. Fabio Silva come on and I thought he was absolutely excellent. Um, obviously played the pass to Matt Doherty, who won the penalty. And from that pen, resulting pen, uh, Mateus Cunha scored late on to make it 1-1. And I think it's a pretty... Obviously, Celtic could have you know easily sort of killed the game off at the start. But Wolves certainly had their chances throughout the game. And I think at the end, uh, Wolves could have easily sort of snatched a winner. So I think on the whole, it was a, a decently even game and quite a good game uh, for the, the fans that travelled. And even though I think Doherty actually did die for the pen. Um, yeah. It, you know, it is what it is. Um, it was a lovely play. It was a classic Matt Doherty run and a really nice sort of hold of playing through ball from Fabio. So that was good to see, you know, a nicely worked goal again, like the Porto game. Um, and yeah, again, we didn't lose, uh, unbeaten in pre-season. Um, yeah. against, a, against a decent Celtic team, you know, they've got some nice players like Kyogo, uh, Hitata, I, can't even, I don't even know his name, the centre mid. <laughs> Hitata yeah, or something that. like that. I don't know. Yeah, he's a good player, I know that. Um, and obviously Brendan Rodgers coming in. Um, so yeah, anything to add on that, Bill? I've pretty much covered it all again, yeah, like you, I always you, do. Yeah, you've you've covered a lot of that. Um, so it's always quite hard to you know add, add extra bits, but yeah, I mean, I thought Doherty played well. Um, I mean, being able to draw that penalty that was good for him. That was just as you say, classic Doherty. What what he was doing a few seasons back for Wolves, um, which is always a positive. Um, and it shows like you know the, the depth we've got in this like, in that position. Not saying that we necessarily like properly needed it, but it's you know it's good to have and it's showing signs. Um, and yeah, again, Cunha. Um, I thought he's been a brilliant player this season. Um, his penalty, you know, the composure, everything about it, loved it. Uh, the, even the the run over to the fans. Yeah, that was great, he, wasn't it? Yeah, he he always seems to just understand us fans, and he just gets what it what it what it means to be a Wolves player and that's what I love about him um, and you know I, I feel like he's going to have a great season this season um, but yeah as I say draw we'll take it I mean we were on the ropes for a bit like for a lot of the game um, a lot of the shots hitting the bar weren't they the yeah they were yeah yeah. Um, so yeah I mean that, that was a bit of a you know lucky side to the game but you know a draw unbeaten in pre-season you can't really complain yeah I agree um, and then the next game was uh, the first game of pre-season at Molyneux in front of fans. Game that I went to, uh, Luton Town. Uh, a reunion of Ryan Giles and Rob Edwards. And to be honest, it was, respectfully, it was complete domination for most of the game. Um, Wolves had so, so, so many sitters that we didn't score. Um, the good thing was we created so many chances, but obviously it's not good that we were missing so many. Um, Sasha could have scored two. Um, Nunes could have scored Sarabia could have scored when he come on in the second half um, Wangi Chan should have scored uh, we, we, there's so many and you know a lot of fans are sort of disheartened with the fact that we didn't score and drew to Luton but from watching that game we were so much the better team we created so many chances you know it just takes in the league for us to put one or two away and we've won that game so I wasn't really that disheartened with it I thought the performance um, for me like that's what pre-season is about do you know what I mean it's about performance yeah. Because if you play crap and win 1-0, no one's that bothered. But if you put in a really top performance and win 1-0, that's, you know, a different sort of level of, you know, happiness. And for me, it was a, I enjoyed the game. You know, I weren't sat there 
oh, we couldn't break them down. You know, we broke them down numerous times. Just simply couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, yeah. uh, which is a classic Wolves, really. But yeah, common was, problem. Yeah, a very common problem, common denominator. But it was still good to watch, and I thought we played good football and created a lot. So no real qualms on that. Thoughts on that? Yeah. No, no. Um, I, I, I didn't really. Obviously, I, you, you gave me the option to go to the game. I couldn't, unfortunately, couldn't make it. Um, mm. uh, so I was, I was busy. So I didn't actually watch any of any of the game while it was live um, on the TV or anything like that. I only watched the highlights. But yeah, I mean, we we, we just broke them down. Really, had so many chances that we should have put away. Um, I mean, we put it right against Ren, but we'll get onto that obviously shortly after. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of them games. It's one of them games where you, you know you dominate and you just you, you don't score or, or miss loads of chances. Um, and it's always about you know moving on from that. And you know, I mean, we didn't we didn't lose at the end of the day, so I'm not really too fussed. But it was it was an entertaining game. I thought Fabio was it Fabio played quite well. Was it Fabio, Fabio played? played yeah, Fabio played brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he played. Really I thought well. he did really well when he come on, um, and that that's one that I'd point out that I, you know hope stays just for this, like for this season and see how he gets on. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it at that and uh, move on to Ren because I didn't really you know watch too much of the Luton game. So yeah, just to add because you're right, I didn't really touch on individual performances. I thought Fabio and Sasha obviously both started the game, and I think they linked up really well. Um, Brian Ennuri and Wangi Chan down that left hand side, uh, they were really sharp. Good interplay. Um, Dubakar Traore as well, really good. Played really well. So, yeah, it was, a, you know, some really good individual performances. At the end of the day, we just couldn't quite score, but it is what it is. No one's that bothered. Yeah. It's only pre-season. Um, and then, as you said, the last game of pre-season, tapped it off in absolute style, playing a Wren team yeah. who have beaten West Ham really comfortably um, and also Nottingham Forest 4-0, I think. So, going into the game, I thought, after our sort of struggle to score against Luton, I was thinking, you know, this would be a tough test um, and a really good sort of baseline to see, you know, where we're actually at. And, you know, we absolutely played Ren off the park, really. Um, first 25 minutes, it was some of the best football I've seen for a very long time, uh, played by Wolves. I thought we were absolutely exceptional. Um, Ryanette Norris scores that absolute world of a goal. Yeah. We seem to always have this pre-season goal of the season. We had yeah. Max, Max Kilman last year where he ran through the old team and yeah. scored. And then we've got Aitnuri this season who scores an absolute peach of a volley um, from a Sarabia corner. Um, absolutely lovely. It was a sexual goal, really. Yeah, um, unbelievable. Unbelievable goal from him. Um, and then, obviously, Wren get their sort of, get their penalty, which I think Matt Doherty obviously dived against Celtic, but Calumwendo certainly dived against Dawson for me. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, it was, you know, just just a dive simple as and then obviously they scored a result in pen and then have a few chances after that but apart from that they, they weren't too dangerous really and then in the second half Wolves make substitutions Fabio Silva comes on um, and we just absolutely dominate them really um, scores some absolutely lovely work goals um, really nice goal from Joe Gomez the composure he showed to slot that away it was brilliant I was loving it um, brilliant play from Nunes lovely dummy from Fabio um, good build-up play. Um, and then to make it 3-1, a, a ball from Jose Sar, Sasha with unreal link-up play. Plays it to Nunes, Nunes to Wangi Chan, and a great finish with his weak foot. Um, so, you know, the football on show for that game, to end off pre-season, I was 
really satisfied. I thought it was absolutely brilliant and I was proud of the lads because we played really well. And it's exactly how I've been quite critical of sort of the way we played last season. I understand we stayed up, but I just weren't happy with the way we were playing. You know, we were scoring and then sitting back. Um, and I just want to see that. I want to see like free-throwing football, you know, entertaining football. And that's certainly what Wolves showed. And I was really pleased with it. Bill? Yeah, I agree with you. But, you know, you know, just, I don't know, seeing Team Wolves score three goals in a game, just like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was brilliant. Um, you know, I thought Huang played really well. It was like it was like Huang when he was, you know, on a on loan when we were trying to sign him. Like that purple that, patch, Wangi Chan. Yeah, he, he was he was playing like that. Um, I thought he played really well. There was loads of brilliant individual performances, and I thought as a team we played brilliantly. Um, there was obviously a few chances for Remember that's obviously always going to happen. Um, but yeah, I was really, really happy with 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 the overall performance. Um, it was great, great to see Zhao get a goal in front of the the South yeah. Bank as well. That that was brilliant. Really good. Um, to see. And obviously, Ryan Aitnori's, you know, if great goal, um, unbelievable, couldn't believe it. Great goal as well. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, there was just there was just loads of positives to take from that game. Um, obviously, getting a win against Ren, who a decent side. Um, Finished you know, fourth last season, I think. So yeah. They're not yeah. really, you know, they've got yeah, some really nice players, to be honest. Yeah. Really decent side. And obviously, last game of pre-season and it's at home. There's just, you know, no way to bet, like, to, to top it, really. Just brilliant. So, yeah, probably... yeah hopefully, hopefully, sorry, mate. So, hopefully we can carry that into the uh, the season. Yeah. Um, obviously, regarding the situation of the manager, we'll get on to that. Um, we'll Oof. see, but... It's not looking good, bruv. Um... <laughs> it's not looking good. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, but the way I describe it was what I was going to say, Bill. Is it? It was good vibes. Like, you know, oh yeah, it was yeah. The fans are loving it. The team are loving it because they knew they were playing so well, and it was good vibes. And then you're thinking, okay, that's that's what we need. You know, really top performance against a good side. Sort of, you know, finish yeah. preseason, go into Man United, and then suddenly, as uh, we'll get on to now, the news breaks out about Lopetegui, and it's not good news. Uh, just on the Wolfpack Twitter, give us a follow. 10.6k now. I didn't even realise. Like, that's class. Um, oh. Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, my God. Lopetegui's left. <laughs> I just knew this would happen. I knew it. I knew it. Um, <laughs> Log on podcast as well. We're, we're going to carry on. We're not going to stop the podcast. We easily could. Um, but Julian Lopetegui has left Wolves. Um, it was expected. It was expected, man. Right? Uh, I'm gonna put on. I've run the Instagram, by the way, guys. So I'm a Bill. Can you take over, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously, regarding the situation that we've just found out right now, it was inevitable that it probably was going to happen. You know, you've seen it all over Sky News, you've seen it all over the Wolfpack Twitter. I know I have. Um, and shout out to all the other Wolves pages as well that have yeah, been putting yeah, up the top ones. I've been seeing some quality posts. Wolves, Alex, Wanderers News. Southbound Wanderers, list goes on, all great accounts. You should go and follow as well, um, keeping us up to date as well. Um, but yeah, just seen seen loads of posts about that. Um and I'll I'll just I'll just can't get my head around it to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah you know, I agree. It's a, it's a real baffling one, isn't it? Because it really is. Every... I did, I... You yeah, carry on, Bill. Sorry, mate. Thanks, mate. No, it's all right. It's just like yesterday, like, for example, like, I, I would never have thought like this. This would have occurred, to be honest. It all's happened so quick, but 
then again, we don't know what's happened behind the scenes, what's been going on between him and those and like that. I personally don't think um, Lopetegui as a manager is like, or just as a person, is weak. Like the position he come to Wolves in, you know, post World Cup, um, it you was know, bold, wasn't it? Really, really hard job. Like you got to have like a strong mentality to get us out of that. Um, so I personally think it's you know other reasons as well what's happened. Obviously with the lack of spending in the transfer market as well. Um, but you know a week to go before a Premier League season is baffling to me when you've stayed for a season and throughout the whole of pre-season where the vibes have looked okay, like good. Um, obviously I'm I'm going to go back onto you know Matt Doherty's interview when, when against Celtic and how he said behind the scenes it wasn't looking that great. But I did think after, you know, the 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 Luton nil nil and the and the Ren win, I thought, you know, the, the Vols are looking, you know, pretty decent. Um but it just it, yeah it just baffles me how it's how it's happened. And I I, I do thank June Lotti for what he's done to Wolves, but I'm a bit gutted at his you know his 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 uh his you know his wits how he's gone about this and just yeah. you know ditched the players a, a week before Premier League season. Yeah, I think it. I think it's the timing, isn't it, Bill? Uh, as yeah. you said, one week before the season, or even less than that now, and it's just it's just tough to take. It really is. Um, I'm not happy. Year. I'm not happy with the way he's left, to be honest. Um, and you know, okay, he kept us up, etc. But I just think have a bit more decency. See the season out. You know, for me, it was he was talking as if this squad is like a League One level squad. I completely understand we needed players. You know, we needed a bit more depth to the team, but. The squad's got some really nice players in it, and if I was a, a manager, I'd be excited to sort of, you know, coach them. So that's a shame, but I guess it is what it is, isn't it, Bill? Um, yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, it looks like Gary O'Neill, as we speak, is the favourite to replace Julian Lopetegui. Let's uh, let's have our thoughts on that. <laughs> oh, God, let's have our thoughts on that. I don't want to be too negative because I'm quite a positive guy, but it's just it just is quite underwhelming, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's. I mean, when when I think of Gary O'Neill, I just, I just think like, uh, I don't know. I might be, you know, having my my last laugh or last words here, but I just, you know, see it and I just think bang average manager. To be honest, uh, it doesn't it doesn't excite me as a fan. Uh, I'll tell you that it doesn't excite me at all. Um, I mean, what can Wolves really do? Really, I mean, it's you know, he's, our manager's just you know, part parted with us like, like that. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> this is like it's so surreal, isn't it? It's like <laughs> such a hard a, podcast to carry on before, with. A week before a Premier League season, and we've just found out on a pod, while doing the podcast, like it's hard to you know, you know, elaborate and say what I need to say without you know getting annoyed or saying the wrong thing. But, um, it's just you know what who can Wolves realistically get in? Who else would they be able to get in right now? You, you know what managers want to take the role of a Premier League team going into a Premier League season a week before with with not much money, uh, with uh, with you know uncertainty, um, owners that clearly aren't willing to spend. Um, if that is due to financial fair play, we don't know the full extent, but I agree it's not it's not ideal, um, and yeah, it is tough. It is tough. It Certainly, uh, very surreal. Um, but obviously, if whoever it is that comes in, it looks like it will be Gary O'Neill as we speak. Um, nothing confirmed yet, but it does look like it will be him. Then I'll certainly be getting behind him. Um, yeah, definitely. I know, I know you will, Bill, and all the fans should be. 
because at the end of the day, even though he's not Wolves's, he's not the fans' preferred candidate. It's not his fault, is it, that he's joining? So, you know, it's a, it's a good job for him. You know, he's got but, some yeah. very good players to manage. So I'm sure he'll be very excited. You got you got to give props to him as well. You know, like you know, being like I'd say the well, from what I've seen, the only candidate it seems to, you know to want to do the job. So it seems he's got got his wits about him, um, mm-hmm. and he's ready to take on that big responsibility given the time frame he's been given. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, definitely. I know. I know. I just you know sort of slated him saying bang average manager, but I will be obviously behind the manager mm-hmm. and wish nothing but the best for him. And hopefully, if, yeah. if he's you know given the role, that he'll do brilliant for us. Yeah, and let, to end off the podcast, we're going to sort of go through a squad on that with this news. We certainly won't be doing that. Um, we're just going to do some little predictions, really, before the season starts. Um, so, top scorers, Bill, quickly. Top scorer. Yeah, top, top, score, top scorer, I'm going to go Cunha, just, just from pre-season um, and how how well he's looked and, you know, he's dribbling and shooting, link-up play, etc. I don't need to go into too de- much detail with it. The people that have been probably watching this video have watched a lot of the games. So, um, yeah, for me, Cunha. I agree. And also, I think he'll be our pen taker as well. So, I think that'll be yeah. quite a big reason why. Hopefully, if he scores the pens, <laughs> it'll be a big reason why he'll be a potentially top scorer. Uh, so, I agree. Cunha for me as well. Uh, player of the season or best player? Who, who are you thinking? So, I've got I've got two for this. Um, okay. I've got Lamina or Dawson. Um, I know we haven't got a lot, a lot of uh, time left, so I'm going to keep it as quick as possible. But it's because of how how they were last season. Obviously, new signings coming in to like near the end of the season or halfway through the season. Sorry, and how how much they impacted the team and how well they played. I feel like they're just gonna you know carry it over. I don't see why they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but for me, I'm gonna go with Nunes. I mean, it's tough to see now with the new manager, sort of how they sort of get the best out of him if they do get the best out of him. But I think he's got he's got all the capability to have a top season and be a really good player um, and and do well. And I really hope he does because, obviously, he's a record signing. Uh, I've got a lot of hopes for him. Uh, you know, had, a, had a tough first season, but, you know, I feel like he's shown from this preseason, especially against that game, that game against Wren. I thought he was exceptional. So I have no sort of doubts that he'll step up, step up to the mark because we need these players to. And, yeah, I hope he'll do well. Um, so, Mateus Nunes for me for best player. Top assister, um, I've gone with Matthias Nunes as well. Um, I think he's got a few assists in pre-season. I think he'll continue that. Who do you think for that, Bill? Um, for me, I've gone for João Gomez. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say from how he's performed or anything. Almost just a, you know, <laughs> hit and hope. But I, I think obviously with his link-up play, he scored. Um, I feel like it's going to be either him or. Um, Nunes uh, in that in that middle of the park. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, maybe like a wide player, for example. Um, and most improved player. Who, who do you think for that, Bill? Uh, most improved. Um, I've I've got two again. I'm just gonna, obviously going to keep it uh, quick. But uh, Ryan Nori, um, if he stays, of course. Obviously, he's got a great goal. Um, just gone. So that that was brilliant for him to see. Uh, we know his ability. It's just obviously. If he puts, you know, his his mind to it and his attitude to it, uh, which we've we've all known about, um, I can definitely see him being a top player. Um, and Pwangi Chan as well. Um, his goal against Wren, just sort of replicating against his like two goals when he was on loan uh, against Newcastle, which was brilliant to see. Hopefully, he can you know get up and running again. 
I completely agree. We agree on this one. Most improved Wangi Chan for me as well. Um, I think he's looked really sharp this preseason. Yeah, um, he always looked sharp to be fair, but he's he's done. He's, I've been really impressed with him, and I really hope he can kick on under the new manager. Um, biggest surprise. Um, we're going to do a player, but I'm actually going to do sort of a moment. I'm going to say Wolves stay up. A lot of people think uh, we're we're goners, especially now with no manager. Um, I'd say this, but. <laughs> Who do you what do you think for biggest surprise? Well, I can't really say this news. I mean, it was sort of up and coming, but um, yeah, yeah I mean, either staying up or <laughs> or beating Arsenal City, right now, bold. It's all, I could, it's all I could think of, to be honest. An O'Neill bomber. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna cook a one shot on target, one niller. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, O'Neill masterclass. Yeah, um, bless him. <laughs> and <then, laughs> this is unbelievable. I just, I, didn't I say to you before, Bill? He's gonna get. He's gonna leave during this podcast. I knew it. Yeah, has, yeah. We 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 both said before that like, something is going to happen. This podcast, like some news, <laughs> like some sort of news, is going to come out. And yeah, this is what we've been left with. So apologies if it hasn't gone quite to plan. Yeah, not the most professional, but. Who cares? Like, hopefully having a laugh on that. Um, so last to end off this podcast, league position for Wolverhampton Wanderers in the 2023-24 season, Bill. What are you saying? Gotta stay positive. Um, obviously with the situation right now. Uh, I've gone for 15th. I think that is realistic given the the position last season, same sort of players, not a lot of spending. Well, no spending, sorry. No spending, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd go fifteenth. I think that's you know realistic in in my eyes. I agree. Um, I'm gonna go sixteenth just to be a bit different, but I do think we'll stay up. I think we've got good enough players to stay up. Obviously, it'll be tough now with the sort of managerial situation. It's really not ideal. Um, and whoever comes in, I hope it's the right appointment, and I hope they sort of hit the ground running, and I hope the players sort of buy into their ideas because it's tough because they've had no preseason, they don't know any of the players. It's such a tough situation and it's really, really not ideal. But it's Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Club. No one's really shocked. Um, could only happen to us, really. Um, so, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, thanks, Bill, for being with me. And make sure you check out all the Wolfpack social medias, uh, Wolfpack WWFC, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. And, uh, yeah, up the Wolves. <laughs>